0: We are all searching for something in this life for many of us it's similar and then for others it's different my guest on this episode of survivor angels is josh purvis of the searchers podcast he will tell you his personal story and then a profound moment that happened to him very recently courtesy of the angels stay tuned
1: it's time for Survivor Angels, an approach to strengthen trauma survivors. Here, you can escape what draws negativity and engage your positive abilities and the gifts that you've always had. Let's activate your angels. And to help you on that journey, here's Chaplain Jody.
0: I am so happy on this episode of Survivor Angels to have Josh Purvis with me. You probably know him from The Searchers. And we are going to talk some kind of baseline things. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. From my audience, you probably don't know a lot about Josh. So, um, why don't you just kind of give everybody your breath around?
1: Yeah, so my name's Josh Burvis. Uh, of course, I'm part of Searchers now, but before then, i done paranormal investigating for many, many years now, all over the country. Uh, but on top of that, I'm a Filmmaker by trade, cinematographer by trade. Um, so when we started Searchers, it was a a good fit because we do all of our own content and everything. So I really headline and uh, do a, do most of that stuff. So the stuff you see on on the uh, YouTube stuff you see on Facebook, our podcasts, stuff like that. I'm, I'm the man behind the the plan. You know, so right.
0: So um, he makes all the stuff look pretty.
1: Yep, that's yeah. it. Gonna make it look good.
0: <laughs> so while Shane goes off and does his thing,
1: that's right. You're,
0: you're toiling away <laughs> editing.
1: No, you know, to Shane's to Shane's credit, for the podcast, he does he does come up with all the ideas. And what's really fun about that is we go into it where I don't know anything about what we're about to talk about, which is why it's so fun because I always tend to know a little bit mm-hmm. about what's happening. Right. So. Okay. At least enough to not be in the dark, but at the same time not enough to be close to the subject. So, right. So it ends up with a little bit of comedy because I will I can pretty much do what I want. Yes.
0: <laughs> it, That's it, a nice freedom to have. It is,
1: absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So it makes it fun and it's really it's a fun time for me and him because it's one of the few times we get together where it's just us and we are traveling, we aren't investigating, we're just talking, hanging out. So
0: Yeah, because you guys have known
1: each other quite a while. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we've uh, known each other mm, 12 years or so now. Mm-hmm. You kind of lose count after so long. And, uh,
0: right, and, and so does, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're uh, okay. The, the, the searcher's concept, um, the way Shane describes it, is because we're all searching for answers absolutely. in
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and it becomes more profound the uh, longer that we've done it. Uh, we. And you can view that many different ways, and it's more to recognize that everybody is on their own path of learning something. So just because you may have an opinion about something, you may disagree because of your own experiences, sometimes people have to figure those things out on their own path, right? And it's our job to try and assist them in their failures, but not encourage them to... Fall off of their path, you know. You can only speak on your own experiences. What they do with that information, it's up to them, right? And um, I think it's it would we would all live in a better place if we could respect that. Definitely, right? right? Definitely. Uh, And so so that's kind of what where we're at with that.
0: Yeah. What What's the response been like? Because those of us that just you know watch it, listen to it, whatever the case is, we don't get that background piece. So what are people telling you?
1: Um this year has been unlike any other year for searchers uh we've done a a hefty amount of traveling we've had but you know there's been a lot of growth with us in us being able to tell our story too you Mm -hmm. know shane talks about his uh mental health stuff and his experience growing up and while mine is not equally the same i still have there there's a lot of pain behind Mm -hmm. behind just like anybody else And, uh, and it became important to us to know to make sure that people understood that they are not the only ones going through something and that it's okay, Yeah. You know. Right. Um, and since doing that, we've had a bigger platform going to these events, mm-hmm. um, we've had a lot more response. Uh, something that's really been near and dear to my heart is we see way more people wearing searcher shirts uh-huh. and stuff like that, and it's like, okay, so... I've, because we work a lot at this, right? We yes. put a lot of effort into it. Doing it ourselves is really, really tough. So seeing that, it's like, okay, we're, we're making an impact on people, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, yes, we have to have money to make things work, unfortunately, but the payback for us is seeing people, like, uh, their lives change right. by knowing us. And this year has been really great with that. The feedback's been great.
0: Right, so, and Josh just mentioned that here at this event we are at a paranormal fundraiser in Deadwood, South Dakota, for the Sacred Mountain Retreat, which yeah. is a retreat that uh, takes care of our military veterans and our law enforcement and first responders, uh, in particular if they're dealing with
1: PTSD. Yes,
0: and so that's that's and it why it resonates we're here.
1: for us, right? That absolutely yes. resonates for us, and. Um, uh, yeah, you know, we watched that video of their stuff yesterday. and it was like, oh, it crushed me.
0: Yeah, crushed I couldn't me. get through
1: it. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough.
0: It really is. So, so let's go to your story.
1: Yeah, so, you know, I always laugh because we get asked a lot about, uh, how did you get into this, and how do you do this, and that. And I really, really wish I had this, like, Shane has this really, like, profound story of him since he was like six years old right? right and I'm like I don't really have that but I you know I think everybody has their own story about this life and mm-hmm. so um uh, the the short form of it is I I've always traveled I used to be in a band and traveled the country touring for seven years or so you know did that wow. all the time and uh the day that I decided to marry my wife was the day that I knew I was going to have to take a step back from that, right? I couldn't do that and be, give her what she was going to deserve out of that. Um, but that came with some unintended consequences of mine where I had an identity crisis about what I am supposed to be oh. and what I am doing. Okay. Because um, now I'm at home and I don't, because i am spent so much of my time not being home and not being here, I don't, I don't know how to act in society typically. Like, I don't know the, the nuances about right. friendships and stuff like that. Because okay. my friends were my brothers in, in music and the only constant was us, you know? That's, right. Um, so that was really difficult and that's part of where like my adulthood mental health really started coming into play because I would get really, really agitated just on the mere fact that I was home, right? And my wife started to pick up on that and it's like, man, you have got to figure out, do something, right? right. You gotta do something. And uh, so then I would start out, like I got into whitewater kayaking for a while, which is when I first started getting into filmmaking, actually, Uh, so I did that for a while. Worked with Travel Channel, sold some uh, footage to them Mm -hmm. um, for *When Vacations Attack*. I don't think they even do the show anymore, but uh, everybody
0: check that out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So uh, I would, you know, they did did some episodes that were centered around whitewater kayaking, and so I sold them some footage because I would go out and film Uh this, you know. Uh, Fast forward on and when I say whitewater kayaking I'm talking like waterfalls like not oh yeah
0: not just rapids right okay All so right.
1: then I eventually took a step back from that because I'm like well if I continue down the road that I'm doing I will end up dead because I just keep it starts with a 20 foot waterfall it's just going to keep going up right? right and there's only one way that's going to end mm-hmm. Um, so I took a step back from that, and we still did a good bit of traveling, me and my wife. Uh, we went to Savannah, Georgia. And, you know, we live in Georgia today. Um, taking a tour of one of the homes there. It's called the Sor- Sorwell Weed House. Sorrel Weed House. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, so it's a historic home there, and we're just taking pictures on our cell phone at the time. Um, we're down in the basement taking pictures uh, as they're just... You know, giving the tour, telling us about the place. And mm-hmm. We got done, and we're leaving Savannah. And I'm actually at the gas station, gas station, getting gas. And as I'm pumping gas, she's going through all the photos on the cell phone. She says, "Hey, take a look at this photo." And so I take a look at it, and I was like, "Sure enough, you could see a an outline of like a woman looking out the window there." Okay. I was like, "Huh, that's a little weird." And me being savvy in Photoshop, savvy in like editing and stuff like that and coloring, color grading. I was like, uh, I took it and put it on my computer and did some contrasting to the colors and whatnot Mm -hmm. and uh, to make it, what I saw, stand out more, right? Sure. Um, Not alter it, but just change the coloring in a way where it would pop better. Right. And sure enough, you could see a woman in a colonial dress staring out the window. So then my next thing was like, okay, clearly I've caught something Mm -hmm. Well, let's see if I can validate this based on have anybody, has anyone else, is this a thing that happens at this place, right? So I start Googling, and sure enough, and it's not just uh, silhouettes like I call They, they, full body apparitions, flesh and bone, they will catch a woman in a colonial dress. (laughs) And she's not just located to where I caught her, but she will come out on the porch and stuff, and people have gotten videos of her. Nice. Doing that. Um, So that kind of put the bug with me, right? Mm -hmm. And so, during our traveling, I met a friend who was doing uh, paranormal events, actually. Started helping him do his paranormal events, and we went all over the southeast and stuff, and as we're doing that, I'm meeting a lot of people, Um, and the one thing is that all these people have their own evidence of their own experiences, and they're looking for validation and looking for someone to help them, and that weighed on me for a while. And so I took a step back from running events because of that, and I was like, well, I still want to do paranormal investigating, but I would want to do it on my terms, and it became more about like impacting the people that I work with, right? Right. And, And on top of that, I want to try and film it in a way to where if a viewer sees it, They'll get the same feeling of the experiences that that we would. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to translate, you know, those profound experiences across Very a, a video, right? Yes. Uh, yes, So that was the goal, and that's kind of where Searchers started going to work, right? Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and yet, you are a skeptic.
1: Um, I hate to really even. I don't want to call myself a skeptic. I to a really narrow line, I guess, between that. Um, okay. Skeptic would, for me, would insinuate that, like, I just outwardly don't believe in things. Okay. Um, I believe, In instead I'm like on the opposite, where I believe in everything, right? Ah. To, to an extent. Okay. Um, which is why, like, when it comes to mediumship and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I mean, you have spoken, I have a weird view on it where I don't want what my personal opinion is to persuade whether or not mediumship is a real thing to somebody mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. I'm one person I don't right and i really long learned in my life to take a step back from my opinions mm-hmm. you know this goes back to the whole searcher stuff and know that just because I have this opinion doesn't make it valid you know and right. maybe I'm on my own journey with that and I think I am and I think right. that, yesterday that kind of came to a head too right so yes um, it was eye-opening for me
0: so would you like to recount yesterday? Yeah. so
1: yesterday we were um, at a gallery reading here and I've been mm-hmm. to multiple gallery readings um, and I'm sitting at a table with you and, and Jen who is also a medium And as I'm sitting there, she makes a joke about me doing a raising my hand to be be read, and I'm like, I don't. I'm okay with being read. I don't want to raise my hand to volunteer with it because that means I expect to get some kind of validation. Right. 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 And so then you have already influenced the condition of what you're receiving.
0: Totally agree with that. So like,
1: if somebody came to me and wants to read me, Fine, you know, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, but the day that I volunteer for it is the day that I don't, I then don't have a neutral stance on, right, what I think of it, you know. Um, so she was like, I think I'm going to try to read you. So that's fine. And, and so we just sat there, and I'm just listening to the crowd as they're doing the gallery reading. And she, uh, out of the blue, she says, "What does Elizabeth, who's Elizabeth or Beth, to you?" And This is the first time I've met Jen in person. Uh, She doesn't know about my life. My mom passed years ago, and uh, her name was Beth. And me and my mom was my biggest cheerleader in everything, every endeavor I ever did, you know. Uh, And so her passing, I won't go into details with it, but it weighed on me a lot, and weighed on me for multiple years after she was gone. Uh, I would say up until this year, I couldn't really start making repairs for myself. Sure. And, I, and I spoke to you guys a lot about that. So <laughs> she knew that, she knew, and everything she said was very specific and very, she knew that I, I was with her when she passed. She knew that a hospice had been called in. She knew uh, there was one particular mine that was not there at the time, but arrived on her way trying to get there. And arrived like just minutes after my mom had passed. Right. And they had a really good relationship, um, and she said that, and it was all to say that my mom was thankful for the amount of uh, sacrifice that we gave to make sure, because my mom, when she passed, you know, she was always afraid. She was sick and had been sick for years. Um, she was always afraid that she was going to pass along. Um, so this meant more to her than most people probably. Uh, mm-hmm. That we surrounded her with all of her loved ones as she took her last breath. You know, mm-hmm. and I stayed with her through that whole process of even you know getting her to the funeral. So it was validation that she knew that that had all happened and she was thankful that she got to do that and it was on her terms. You know, that's what she wanted to say and it meant a lot to me. It really did and you know, since she uttered the words who is Elizabeth, I was like, I looked over at her, I said, how do you know that name? Um, And so yeah, I mean, I told Shane today at breakfast I was like to me Jen could be wrong about a million things but she was right about that and very right and wasn't wrong about anything she said to me and I don't really know how she could have known that other than she's the real deal so she is. Um, been a long time coming for me I feel like because I have like I said I've been around mediums it's kind of part of the job if you will uh, I've been read by multiples but this was the first time that it was something very, very specific, very, very uh, intent and like directed towards me. Mm-hmm. That only I would understand right. how important all that, all of what she said, absolutely meant. You know, not everybody goes through that specific situation when no. a loved one passes. Right. Um, so it, it did mean a whole lot more to me, which is validation that what she was saying isn't being pulled out of nowhere. No. It, it is very, like, pointed to what I was supposed right. to know. Yeah, you know, it was that. the message you were supposed to right. receive right. at
0: that point in time.
1: Right, absolutely. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that uh, again, I was talking about it at breakfast today because <laughs> the day... De- literally moments after it happened I text Shane, and I'm like uh, I don't know but Shane's the real deal and I don't even know how to feel about it like and she, he's laughing because he knows my stance on it and, right yeah but at, at the same time um, yeah I feel like if I were a true skeptic then I would have tried to debunk it yes on its own but I'm not like that and I look at statistically like how there's no way she could have known what she said and it wasn't vague it was very detailed and it was very pointed to me Mm -hmm. and to my experience with my mom passing and the things that weighed on me right and there's no way she could have known that
0: yeah and i was sitting there and watching his reaction and everything and this was a true like my eyes huddled up
1: almost immediately yeah um because it does matter that much to me you know what i mean um And not everything, everyone that has passed in my life, not everybody would trigger that kind of response from me, but that would. That would. yes.
0: Josh, I know you've got to get back to doing some other things here, but thank you so much.
1: Absolutely. It's been great meeting you. It's been great meeting uh, everyone here. Uh, Deadwood is beautiful. It is. Uh, I hope to be back here.
0: Good. I hope to
1: see you again. Oh, you will. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome yeah um yeah it's been great thank you so much
0: all right awesome josh Purvis, the searchers check out the searchers check us out where can they find it
1: uh so you can find us at youtube at youtube.com forward slash at symbol searchers believe you can find us on facebook uh x now it's twitter uh tiktok at searchers believe um instagram at searchers believe and then we have a podcast Called the Paranormal Mind, mm-hmm. and you can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts.
0: Yep, so check them out. And in the meantime, activate your angels.
1: See ya. Thanks again for joining Chaplain Jody on Survivor Angels. For more information, go to chaplainjody.me. That's chaplainjody.me, and on Facebook at Survivor Angels Chaplain Jody. Sound effects for the show created by Andre Opate and provided by Pixbay. This is Dave Schrader. Until next time, sending you off to activate your angels.